Well, hello again, everybody. Randy Weddle here. I'm your host for Creation Anew, and that is where you are right now. You are listening to the Creation Anew podcast. I am the pastor of Community Church of Mooresville, located in Mooresville, Indiana, and I'm also the pastor of Mount Pleasant Christian Church, located in the great town of Hall, Indiana, and I'm so glad that you're with me today. What are we going to talk about today? Well, one of the things that I that I have uh, near and dear to my heart is uh, the idea that we can know that Jesus rose from the dead. So this, the, the, I want to do a, uh, just a, a few podcast episodes at least regarding the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And you will probably hear me, uh, this isn't the first time I've talked about this and it won't be the last time. Because the, the resurrection of Jesus Christ is the pinnacle of the Christian faith. The Apostle Paul says, if, if Christ hasn't risen from the dead, um, those of us that think that our sins are forgiven, we are still in our sins. So if Jesus didn't rise from the dead, then there is no forgiveness of sin. Now. In the world today, and and I'm going to specifically point out some things like uh, the the cancer, the the cancel culture, if I can talk well, the cancel culture that we are finding that is sticking uh, its ugly head through the fabric of our society. The cancel culture doesn't want to give any mercy or forgiveness. Now I want you to think about just a moment if you were guilty of a crime and you knew that there was absolutely no way you could be redeemed or forgiven from that crime why would you wake up the next day why would you why would you have any hope for life why would you I mean you would do one of two things you would probably either end your life um, or You'd live it, but you'd live it, you'd live, you know, do everything you want to do or anything you want to do, because what would it matter? You see, the human heart is craving for the idea that there can be some forgiveness, some mercy. And if you look at the resurrection of Jesus Christ, there is forgiveness and mercy. It paves the way for forgiveness and redemption from sin. And I don't know anybody in their right mind that doesn't want forgiveness and redemption of sin. So we may have some in our in our world that uh, don't want to give any mercy. That's, that's, that's a very easy thing, by the way. If you think that you're so high and mighty and you've never done anything um, incorrect or, or wrong and you condemn everybody else that's a, that's a great position until you find out that you have sinned too then you are desperate for forgiveness so the resurrection of Jesus Christ paves the way for forgiveness it paves the way and makes possible even the thought or the idea or, or hope of forgiveness of sin so if the, if the resurrection of Jesus Christ 
is so important. And I would say the reason why I emphasize the resurrection of Jesus Christ is you can have Jesus on the cross. You can you can uh, you can have him um, on the cross dying for the sins of the world. But if he didn't rise from the dead, his death meant nothing. You can have a Jesus that gives miracles and and does miracles, but if he doesn't rise from the dead, his miracles mean nothing. So the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and this is where I would disagree with some that say that that if we can overcome the the unbelief of Genesis, that they, that what they will say is that you know believing that in a literal translate translation of Genesis, which I subscribe to, by the way. I mean, that's that's where I lean. Uh, that that the world was created in six literal days, but. I disagree with those that say we we uh, we have to push we have to push uh, for people to believe in Genesis more so than the resurrection. I don't think the most important thing is that someone believes in a literal translation of Genesis if they leave out the resurrection of Jesus Christ. If you leave out the resurrection of Jesus Christ, Genesis means nothing. Noah and the flood mean nothing. Jonah and the the whale. I almost said, I did say the whale. Not Jonah and the whale, but Jonah and a fish. All of that stuff becomes fanciful if Jesus didn't rise from the dead. But, but if Jesus rose from the dead, then it's not too much of a stretch to say the world was created in a short period of time. That man was created from the dust of the earth. That there is a great lawgiver who will keep his creation accountable. It's not too much of a stretch to think that that two of every kind of, of creature that dwelt upon the earth went into the ark and that there was a worldwide flood. It, it isn't too much of a stretch if you believe that that death can be beaten. Well, then miracles become possible. A, a man can be swallowed by a fish and survive it. And those are things that I really, I really like to talk about, but I don't want to get off track we're talking about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Have you ever wondered, is the resurrection true? Or have you ever doubted that it's true? I know a lot of people that are unbelievers, they struggle with the idea of resurrection from the dead. They think it might be some George Romero movie where you've got the, you know, like the night of the living dead and things like that. And the resurrection of Jesus Christ has nothing to do with anything like that. Um, George Romero films are creepy, (laughs) but but the resurrection of Jesus Christ, um, that, that is, uh, that's miraculous and it's not creepy at all. It's wonderful. And it's, it's the pinnacle of good news for humanity. So let's talk about this. And uh, why don't we uh, why don't we take a break, and then we're going to come back 
and we're going to talk just a little bit about this. And I'd like to spend some episodes on this. So uh, stay with me. I hope your Wednesday is a good one, and uh, and we'll we'll be right back. Alrighty, guys, we're back. We're talking about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And um, if you've heard me talk about this before, that's fine. Then, you know, you can you can listen to another podcast. No, don't. Don't do that. <laughs> but but listen, this podcast and this the, these, these series of podcasts are especially built for people who are struggling with faith in Christ. Those who maybe scoff at at faith in Christ they may uh, they may say that you know Christians are are crazy and you know we're just weird which by the way many times is true but but we have to take a look at what Christians say they believe and if you're a non-believer and you're struggling with believing in Jesus originally I really want you to listen to these podcasts if you're a believer and maybe you are wondering, am I believing in the right thing? Or how do I know? How can I be sure that I'm believing that that my belief is, is really valid? Okay. So we'll, hopefully we can answer some of those things for you. Now listen, this, uh, this pursuit of mine actually came about from some experiences that I had where I encountered atheists and uh, you know they weren't slimy and things like that. They were nice, but they were angry. And they caught me dead in the water by challenging me to say, how do we know that miracles are true? And I started to open my mouth and nothing came out. And this was years ago. And since then, I've started pursuing, why do I believe what I believe? And here is something that I want you, I want you to, to dive into, and I want you to think about it even after we're done with this podcast episode. There is a book that I think would make a great addition to your library, okay? If you get to know me, you will know that I like books. And uh, because if you have a lot of them on your shelf, you look smart. No, that's not the reason. <laughs> the reason why I like books is is they make you think. And, and you have to actively be involved with a book if you're going to really get anything out of it. And there's a book by a man named Gary Habermas. I know that sounds like a mouthful. But Habermas is spelled H-A-B as in boy, E-R-M as in Mary, A-S. Gary Habermas. And also, it was co-written uh, with uh, Michael Lacona, and the, the title of the book is The Case for the Resurrection of Jesus. Now, you can find it at a bookstore, I'm sure, but if you want to support Creation Anew, you can also find it at creationanew.com on the resources page. If you purchase it through creationanew.com, then creation anew gets a gets a, a, a residual if you will or a cut from the sale of the book so if you would do that that would be great you don't have to i'm not going to hunt you down if you don't <laughs> but uh, but it would be nice 
but this is a good book and it's not a book that you can just simply um, you know turn off your mind uh, Gary Habermas was a gentleman who got his doctorate from Michigan State and um, he wanted to do it on the resurrection of Jesus and uh, he was told sure that's fine you can do that but you cannot use any scriptural sources for your work and the guy did it so he brings out some interesting interesting things about the resurrection of Jesus Christ and one of the things that he brings out is he compares the religion of Islam and also the religion of Mormonism and compares it to the claims of Jesus. In other words, he first of all says that the claim of Jesus Christ is, is, is pretty pinpoint. Jesus basically, when people said, give us a sign about you being you, and Jesus said there wouldn't be a sign given them except the sign of resurrection. I find that to be terribly interesting. Of all the times that Jesus could show that he was who he said he was, in other words, that he was the Son of God, one of the things that he points to, to his critics, and this is what uh, Dr. Habermas um, uh, points out, is that when people say, hey, prove to us who you are, and he says, watch, because I'm going to rise from the dead. That's pretty gutsy. If you're not the son of God, and you make a claim like that, if you don't deliver, then it's going to be pretty apparent that you were a fake. So, the the actual individual, Jesus, was pretty gutsy in saying, you want to know who I am? Watch, because I'm going to rise from the dead. And, and Dr. Habermas compares that to some things with Islam and Mormonism. In other words, what he starts off with is he says, you know, basically that the Christian faith is built upon a very unique truth that a man got up under his own power from the dead because death couldn't hold him because he was sinless. And then he points out the way that Islam and Mormonism will say they're the way. He says that Islam will point out and just say that, well, if you're in doubt about Islam, then just take a look at the Quran. The Quran is so magnificent that only God could have written it. Okay, all right, well, uh, that's an answer. But it doesn't sound as solid as saying, if you don't believe me, watch what I'm about to do. That's what Jesus did. He also goes on, Dr. Habermas does, and, and he talks about Mormonism. And basically Mormonism will 
will claim that you can know the truth, that Mormonism is the truth, by some kind of feeling that you're going to get. Well, we do live in a world that is very obsessed with feelings and emotions. We've talked about that in the past. But let me ask, have you ever felt differently than what you really are? I mean, uh, there'll be times whenever, you know, I maybe I did a sermon or uh, where I had to give a speech or something like that, and I'll ask my wife, most of the time I will ask her every Sunday, did that make sense? Because sometimes I wonder if I, you know, am I communicating clearly? You see, I will feel like maybe I didn't make sense. And my wife is very astute um, and and she listens to me, which is astounding. <laughs> and she'll say, yes, it did. Or she'll tell me, no, it didn't. You see, my feeling most of the time about my ability to communicate is wrong. I'm not saying that I'm a great communicator. That's not the point. What I'm saying is we can't trust our feelings. We can't be duped into thinking that truth and feelings or truth and emotion are the same thing. And what Habermas says here is he says that Mormonism will point and say, look at the good feelings you get whenever you read about our religion. That shows you that it's real. And Islam will point to the beauty of the Quran and say, only God could have written this book. Habermas says those are kind of subjective, aren't they? I mean, what if I read the Quran and I don't think that it's a beautiful book? Does that make Islam wrong? You see, you can't base truth upon our feeling. It doesn't work in Christianity either, by the way. We've talked about that. You can't tell the truth by your feelings. I know that we think that we like to do that, but we can't do that. And he points out and says that Jesus, in, in answering critics, points to an event that he is going to do and then went on to do that is really not based on feeling. It's based on accuracy, on fact. Now, some people will say at this point in time, hey, you don't know that Jesus rose from the dead. Absolutely, without without any shadow of a doubt. Well, you, know, you may have a point. But what I'm trying to say is that Jesus didn't say, hey, look, you know, aren't my words pretty persuasive? That must mean that I'm the son of God, right? Or did you see, you know, whenever I, I, uh, I uh, healed this person over here, can't you see that I'm, I'm the son of God? Jesus points to an event that is going to be very difficult to pull off. 
and points to an event that could easily be proven wrong. And he says, look for this. Now, I don't know about you, but I kind of like it when someone backs up their claims with action. As they say, it's not bragging if you can do it. If you can do it, you've just proven the truth. You've just If you say, I can do something, and you turn around and do it, well, you've just verified the truth. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to submit to you that that is what Jesus did. And when you look at other religions, they kind of go off of feeling or emotion... But Jesus points to his resurrection and says, watch this. Which is pretty interesting. Now there's some more things that we could go over about the resurrection, but I want you to, I want you to just simply think about what I've just told you. And we'll get more into um, the resurrection of, of Jesus Christ um, in, in later podcasts. So, um, that, that's all I've got guys. Um, and, um, I, I hope that that will make you think a little bit and I hope that that will kind of get some, some, uh, you know, inquisitive, um, inquisitive, um, questions, you know, inquisitive uh, nature going on in you and that you'll ask questions. And if you really want to ask questions, I invite that. Um, I, uh, I have an email address and that is randy at creationanew.com. And you are more than welcome to write to me and, and to ask questions and to say, okay, you know, I heard you on this podcast episode and, and you're saying this and you're saying this, um, but you can ask questions. I'm a, I'm a real human being and uh, I would love to engage with you guys. So if you have questions, you can always ask me. If, uh, if you uh, want to ask me in person, I would invite you to come to one of the churches that I pastor. If you are in the central or west central Indiana area and you either want to visit or if you don't have a home church and you want to visit either Mount Pleasant Christian Church of Hall, which is located at 5830 West Hurt, H-U-R-T Road, Monrovia, Indiana 46157, you can come at 10 o'clock and you will find me there. And uh, we can we can look eye to eye and talk. If you like to get up later and you still want to look me eye to eye and talk to me, you can do that at Community Church of Mooresville, located at 61 West Harrison Street, Mooresville, Indiana, 46157. The services at Community Church of Mooresville start at 1115 in the morning. And you can come and and talk to me I, I welcome you to do that so you you have that invitation 
And before we go, I do want to thank you so much for listening and uh, putting up with, um, you know, with me. Thank you for that. If you would like to support Creation Anew, um, that would be just hunky-dory. And you can do that in a few ways. You can actually pray for this ministry. Pray for me and uh, that, I, that I stay on track and that I don't, uh, I don't go crazy or get off the rails or do something silly or anything that would, uh, that would hurt the reputation of Jesus Christ. You can also tell others about this podcast that, you know, I, I don't spend um, a whole lot of uh, resources on advertising, things like that. So if you tell others about this podcast, then uh, certainly we can grow that way. And let me say this, I don't want to grow just to make my name great. I am, I am a rodeo clown, okay? I'm nothing. But the claims of Jesus Christ are everything. So if you want others to hear about these things, then tell them about this podcast. And then finally, you can also support monetarily. You can go to creationanew.com and support us there. Uh, You can uh, support us monetarily, but let me say this. Please take care of your family and please take care of your home church before you give to this ministry. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, bye-bye.